All right, welcome back to the Comprehensivist Podcast. Josh, last time we talked to everybody, we were, what, I guess en route or almost en route to New Orleans for the 311 show slash Mardi Gras. And we obviously survived. We're back. I want to talk about it. Yeah, that was a great weekend, man. I think the last time, the last podcast we did was actually, I think, a few days prior uh, leading up to, um, yeah, we had a, a quick little little uh whatever you want to call it uh field trip of sorts where we just drove up uh everyone mm-hmm. thinks i'm crazy for driving but it was kind of a kind of cool to drive drove i don't up, think it's uh, crazy Let, let's uh, discuss uh, this right now let's let's get this out of the way so it's an, about an eight to nine hour drive for yeah. both of us right um and people say you should fly but when you well, consider how early you got to get to the airport how long the flight is the cost of it all those kind of things like you don't really save a lot by by flying right that's my opinion well, I did some of the the math myself because I, I was I was really trying to talk myself into flying because I was like I should just fly, man. But I, I did. I mean, that's, I won't go into detail here. But basically, I, I was considering like, okay, how much time to get to the airport, uh, how much money it cost, uh, gas for the car, and, and snacks, food on the way versus buying a plane. To us. And so basically, I would have saved like, I think it was like I would have saved like maybe three hours each way, mm-hmm. uh, and but overall, I would have spent over 500 more dollars on the trip right. um you know so i'm like i'd rather save the 500 bucks and suck it up for three hours each way right. um you know because it's uh I, I didn't think it was uh for me it wasn't worth it like you know i'm i'm balling a budget like uh, many of us uh dads are <laughs> so like i so i'm like 500 bucks 500 bucks yo so i uh, decided to drive it up man it was it was i mean the first few hours are, are kind of kind of hard getting into it at least for me it was like the first couple hours first two or three hours you're just kind of like mm-hmm. all right here we go but once once you get going and kind of like your brain kind of adjusts like okay this is going to be your your day today like it wasn't uh, wasn't too bad i had a, i listened to a good podcast and just uh just you know just chilled out it's kind of cool it's also there's something there's kind of a sense of uh accomplishment of like you know miles traveled type thing you know yeah i so i'm one of the maybe rare weirdos i love driving man i'll take the drive over the fly you know obviously if i'm going to alaska or something i'm gonna fly but if it's a within a certain amount of time, like I'll I'll take the drive any day. I like it. Podcasts, music, sunshine. Hopefully, you know you get a good excuse to eat a little McDonald's or Chick Fil A for breakfast. <laughs> I like the drive. I'll take it over a uh, four hour flight any day, any day of the week. I did enjoy a Chick Fil A breakfast. I'm not gonna lie about that. Gainesville. I, I stopped in Gainesville, and I'm not gonna lie. Gainesville Chick Fil A. Usually, usually Chick Fil A is on point for having the most gangster drive through of all time, but the, the Gainesville Chick-fil-A was a little okay. that's okay they'll, they'll get slow. there they'll yeah. get there a little, little slow I mean they're, they're they're not like the Gainesville checkers back in the day but uh, we'll have <laughs> no to get pecker. to that we'll have to get into that some other time well let's jump into it so we spent you know what Friday night all day Saturday and then a couple hours Sunday uh, mm-hmm. in New Orleans for Mardi Gras 311 show let's just jump right into it and kind of walk through what we did and just talk about our overall experiences so we got there what Friday afternoon? I guess it was. Yeah, like right after lunchtime. Perfect timing, in my Perfect opinion. Perfect timing. Yeah, we still had a little bit of time before we could uh, check into our Airbnb. Uh, shout out to Lisa there. Um, so what did we do? We went to went to a little local bar right in the neighborhood. First of all, let's. I'll take a step back. The Airbnb we got was perfect for many reasons yeah, and we'll, we'll get to that um here in a couple minutes but it was in kind of like a, a middle of a neighborhood in new orleans legit uh, experience if you will so we got to you know our first thing we did was kind of go to a local neighborhood bar and that was good that was a good start to our uh, two and a half day trip 
Well, it's cool because we walk in the bar and there's like four people there. So we know, okay, we're not like in <laughs> touristy and that's nothing against the touristy parts of New Orleans, but we knew this is like mm-hmm. a legit like neighborhood bar. Like it was, it was cool. It was legit. It was. So we did a little, I guess a little research that day. So, so Josh, we talked about this on the intro to Mardi Gras, but we really, one of our goals for this trip was we wanted to see one of these big parades. We wanted to experience <laughs> the no kidding, real deal uh, I guess Mardi Gras, New Orleans atmosphere during that time of the year. And we got kind of lucky because we didn't know this going into it, but uh, where we stayed was about a block. So, you know, a 30 second to a one minute walk to uh, Orleans Avenue, which was part of, I guess, the parade, one of the biggest parades or probably the biggest parade uh, during Mardi Gras, right? The Endymion Parade. We talked about that. The Endymion crew, look it up. Go back and listen to our last podcast about Mardi Gras. But we got lucky. We didn't know that till we got there that we were literally less than a minute walk away from the biggest parade in Mardi Gras. And we took full advantage of that. Yeah, it was really cool to be part of, uh, you know, again, I, I, you're going to hear us talk a lot uh, in these next few minutes about like being in the, the neighborhood versus like the, you know, Bourbon Street, French Quarter area. I love that area. It's a great area. But we really enjoyed kind of being part of, this is a mid-city neighborhood. So we're like, we're mixing it with, mixing in, I should say, with the, with the locals there. Um, and everybody was so cool. And, and like, we, we pull up there and, and they got the barricade set up. And we're like, oh, it must be an event. And then, you know, I'll start talking to some, lo- I'm like, oh, this is like, the, the route this is going to be the main route for uh for the big uh, endymion parade happening well i we got there on friday and i was like oh this must the parade must be happening tonight <laughs> they're like no it's like no it's tomorrow i'm like you guys are tailgating for a parade happening tomorrow this must be legit and they had a big old big old stage out there um but yeah i mean even as we were kind of walking through the neighborhood like we like you said we couldn't check in so we're kind of walking up and down kind of checking out everyone's like outside and dude it's friday at like 2:30. Everyone's like outside <laughs> hanging out, like just, just it's being so cool. I remember, we met uh, some one guy. He's like, "Yeah, come on back tomorrow, man. I'm cooking up some jambalaya. Come on back." <laughs> <laughs> and everyone's just getting all set up, and uh, um, it was just such a cool. The, I, I that's something I, I definitely recommend to anyone that's going to do the New Orleans thing. Obviously, when you're younger, you go down, you do Bourbon Street, and you do all that kind of stuff. But if you get a chance to really um, get an Airbnb, you know, like we were mid city, right off the uh, the parade route on Orleans Avenue. Um, it was uh, a, a different type of feeling. And I'll, I'll let you get to the, the parade itself, but uh, just overall, I mean, we haven't, we haven't even gotten to the Fillmore yet with 311, but it was yeah. just just when we got there, just the, the overall, we knew like, okay, this is like some authentic New Orleans, yeah. uh, you know, neighbors and, and uh, some the people here, like th- these are people, these are, we're mixing it now with people that, that live here. Not, we're, not, we're not just, uh, you know, bar hopping down Bourbon Street. It was uh, a very unique way to enjoy New Orleans for sure. Yeah, I agree. You know what's cool to me is, like you mentioned, people were setting up Friday afternoon, Friday night. People were camping out basically in the median of, you know, semi-major roads, you know, Canal Street, Orleans Avenue. Uh, People were camping out, getting ready for the Saturday parade. And this was early Friday. They're out there just hammering beers, playing all kind of games. Everyone uh, seemed happy, cooking food. The smokers were going. Oh, yeah, man, yeah. it was a cool scene to see. We talked about this, Josh, but like, it was kind of like imagine going to a really, really good college football tailgate and then times that by a hundred at least. Like, <laughs> the, people everywhere just having a good time, partying, talking, cooking, eating. It was, it was, it was cool to see that, man. It was really cool. Yeah, it's like it's like if you went to your favorite college uh, 
uh, parking lot tailgate that you've been to and then take that and put it over like an entire city <laughs> over over several blocks that's what this was and i got to give a shout out and we've done this before because we love the our our uh our men and women in the uh, law enforcement uh community but got to give a shout out to uh all the <laughs> the brave souls that make up the new orleans police department i don't know how they keep it under control but they do uh they let everybody well it's cool i think they give everyone a little, like, obviously, like, you and I, we're, like, walking down the street with, with beers and drinks, and everyone is, but they, they let, it's like a controlled chaos. Like, they, they let you have a little fun. Obviously, you gotta, you know, can't get too crazy. They're gonna, they're gonna put you in line if you ain't crazy, but they, they give you some freedom to, like, have a good time. They understand it's, it's parade season. They understand it's New Orleans, and they're, you know, they, they were, for the most part, like, very, I, I didn't, I mean, the experience I had was, like, you, you could see them kind of, like, you know, they're kind of cruising, checking things out, but they're not bugging anybody, and like you said, like, there's, there's like, there's like major intersection and people are in the median setting up tents and tables and playing beer, beer pong and all kinds of stuff. They have, <laughs> there's people have like DJs set up and everything like this, this, like this is crazy, but it's a, when we get, when you, when you get to the, um, the point where we go to, to the French quarter, that'll be a slightly different story, but I'll let you continue. <laughs> <laughs> so not to, not to dwell on Friday night too long, but it was really cool to see, uh, that, so I was kind of wondering, like, is this more of a tourist thing or is this a local thing? Man, where we were at, at least, man, it, it seemed like it was 90% locals. Really, really oh, cool. Oh, certainly. Yeah. Um, so then, you know, Friday evening rolls around, sun starts going down, time for us to head to the 311 show, the reason why we went to New Orleans in the first <laughs> place. So we take the trolley, we take the trolley down there near the uh, Fillmore, which was a really cool spot. It was in the Hannah's... Uh, Casino, which was really nice. Yeah, so it was we, super nice in there. Yeah, we made our way down. Josh, we didn't know that we were going to run into another epic, I guess our first experience of a Mardi Gras parade, but we did. So we dro- <laughs> we got we got dropped off a little sooner than we would have hoped from the trolley due to you know some construction and whatnot. We hopped off. We had to walk the rest of the way to the Fillmore, but in route, we came across somewhere down there near the French Quarter. We don't even know exactly where we were at at this point. An epic parade, our first experience, beads, you know, masks, all kind of partying. So we spent some time down there, and it was complete madness. And I'm glad we got to experience a little bit of that before we actually went to the 311 show. Yeah, that one I think was a little more, uh, obviously, we're in the French Quarter, so um, I think it's a little more uh, tourist, visitor, partiers type thing. Um, people were just getting absolutely crazy, uh, especially like on like when the parade would pass. I can remember specifically there's like a where the the parade kind of ended at one intersection and made a turn like on the other side of the street there like I I think the street was still open but people are like in the streets and I I mentioned it to you I was like this feels like the purge to me because people everyone's in the streets getting chaotic and they have like masks and it's getting crazy and it's like this could be dangerous but this is amazing at the same time. (laughs) Um, I I know I'm making jokes obviously it was very safe it was very cool Uh, but it was uh, that was. It was, it, that was insane. That was one of the most insane parties I've ever like walked through in my life. It was, uh, it was pretty intense, but very cool if that's what you're looking for uh, in New Orleans. Yeah, it was awesome too, because we actually had to cut out of there somewhat early because we had to get to this 311 yeah. show. We couldn't, we couldn't quite figure out how to cross this uh, main <laughs> street where the parade was going. So we had to kind of take a detour and get over to the Fillmore. So let's jump into that, Josh. We won't spend too much time on it, but we have to at least touch on it because that's why we went there. 311 at the Fillmore. Man, they rocked it. We got to see a very unique playlist. 
mm-hmm. played some songs that I don't think either one of us have, both of us have seen 311 quite a few times in our lives. Yes. Uh, but they played some songs that were kind of kind of out there for them, which was cool. It was really, really cool to see, and I think the Fillmore did a great job. It, w- it was cool in there, man. Yeah, it was cool. The, the, the playlist or the set list was a lot of deep cuts. Um, they played two nights. We were night two. The first night was like all I – mean, obviously, they got a ton of hits, but the first night was like all the big songs you expect to hear. Because uh, I remember we, we actually – I cheated. I looked at the set list uh, from the night prior, and I was like, man, they played yeah. all the – all the hits last night but it was cool because they saved a lot of gems for night two uh, and we have also we have some friends shout out to uh mike and leah hopefully they're checking us out right now but uh a couple of friends of ours are big time 311 fans and uh they were quite uh jealous of the uh the set list that we got to experience that night but the Fillmore was a great place um really cool uh, really cool venue really cool vibe in there um i had a had an awesome time man it was a really great uh, way to like you know, cap uh, cap night one. Actually, it was even like the end of night one, but the uh, um, the show three three eleven was awesome. They played all these songs. I mean, I, I made a joke uh, to you, and then I decided to pass it on to my uh, my Instagram, where my wife got a little questionable about me. But uh, got got to I like Nick Nick Hexum it, it drives me crazy because he's like he gets like better looking as he gets older, and it's yeah. like I, I I find that so bothersome because I'm like man like. I always I tell my wife all the time, I look I look in the mirror I'm like I can see I'm you know I'm, I'm getting old I'm starting, I'm starting to look old I'm like yeah but but I I, mean, I accept it because I'm like well I'm in my 40s and it's okay you know then here's Nick Hexum up there and I'm like he's like pushing 50 he looks awesome like yeah he's a he's so, a so, he's so, a beautiful uh, human being let's face some, it you can't deny you know, that. Some people just uh, are lucky, and, and I'm not hating. Like more, that's awesome. I, I, I'm just jealous, man. But good for you, get him, Nick Hexum. Yeah, it was, it was great. Show, at the, in, at the awesome. end of the show, his uh, shirt fell off somehow. I don't know how that happened. But, you know, he must have lost often. his shirt. <laughs> hey, if that was me, I'd lose my shirt all the time too. You bet your ass. <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> so what, okay, so t- take us through what happened uh, after the show. <laughs> Yeah, so it turned. So we. So this is when it turned into real New Orleans. I think. Oh God. I think. I think Josh. Correct me if I'm wrong. I'm gonna try to walk through this real quick. We wanted some food, right? The original intention was for us to yes. get some food. Okay. But we're down there in the French Quarter, not not necessarily like bourbon, but we're we're down there somewhere in those parts. We're walking around, man. There's places that are super super packed. There's places that are just complete. Uh, insane asylums. There's places that are closing down for the night. At, th- at this point, it was what, like one in the morning or so. I don't know what time it was, but it was. It's pretty late. Yeah, yeah. especially for us. Uh, so, especially we, for us. So basically, we could not find a place to get food for whatever reason, and you know, we weren't going to walk around for an hour trying to locate some food. So we we decided to just get out of there, right? Let's go back to the go back to the Airbnb and and, and see what happens from there. So we call. We call an Uber, as one would in these Oh, uh, I forgot about this. Yeah. I know you. <laughs> so we call an Uber, and we all know how Uber works, I think, is you know it kind of <laughs> geolocates you on the map, and it tells the driver where you're at. We call it Uber. We're standing on the corner of you know Street X and Street Y. I can't remember where we were. And the guy calls me up complaining that we're in the wrong place. He's like, where are you all at? Why would you cross the street? And I'm like, dude, what are you even talking about? I'm like, we just... We caught, we got you on the app from here and we've been standing here. So he's like getting pissed at me. By the way, Josh, I need to go back and review this guy. I can't yes. remember what his name was, but come on, man. You're, 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 100%. you know, you're working for Uber. Uh, you might want to be nice to the customers. But anyway, so we canceled him and we called another uh, Uber driver and she was great. So she took us back uh, to our Airbnb. It took a while because, you know, 
one o'clock on a Friday night during Mardi Gras was pretty hectic. So we kind of had to go, you know, zigzag around, but we ended up going back to the, uh, uh, Airbnb and we did not actually get any food that night, which was probably a mistake. It was um, a mistake, but it was a complete insanity after the 311 show down there as one could imagine. Yeah. So, so we get back, uh, to the, to the Airbnb crash out, wake up the next morning, a little, little hungover, you know, not yeah, feeling so fuzzy. great, yeah. a little fuzzy. So we walked down, uh, to the uh, uh, Canal Street Bistro, had an awesome breakfast down there. Mm-hmm. And then we then we just said we walked down. <laughs> this is where it's funny. This is, I mean, we were up. I mean, you and I we're, we're typically early risers, so by this time you know, we're at breakfast before nine o'clock. We actually opened the we opened the place up. Yeah. Uh, it may have been even earlier than that. Um, and so we're like, okay, let's let's just walk down. It's like a mile and a half walk to uh, to like the French Quarter. Like, well, instead of getting a trolley, let's just let's just walk and let's take the sights in and everything. And plus, everyone's getting set up for the parade, so we're like, let's let's walk through. Where everyone's getting set up and check it out. So we're cruising down Canal Street towards uh, towards like downtown, towards French Quarter area. We walk, you know, for quite some time. Uh, and it's pretty cool. Everyone's getting it's it's very much like a tail like a football tailgate. That's all I can think of. Um, you know, everyone, people are in the median, people are parking in like. People have rented out like the parking lot at like you know gas station, like it was it was crazy. There's DJs everywhere and and people got giant smokers and it was absolutely it was awesome. It was so awesome, and we're just uh, what a great vibe it was. And we're walking and I remember this is by this point it's like nine thirty, so then we get down to the French Quarter. I'm like okay cool and, and you had you had a destination in mind to get your pina colada you wanted. Mm-hmm. So okay we're gonna we're gonna find this joint here. Uh, they had the special drink that you want. Um, and uh, we're kind of cruising around, find the place uh, that we're kind of walking through, like you know some of the, the the more populated areas where they have like all the the artists and things, and and there's street musicians, and it's just awesome. And then we get to Bourbon Street, and it's <laughs> <laughs> and it's like walking walking onto Bourbon Street, like from any other street there. It's it's like crossing like into a different dimension. Yes. Like yes. like you you walk on the street, and it's just like loud music. Uh, I mean, nothing against loud music, but it's just, it goes from like being kind of peaceful and then you, you just, you step on bourbon and it's like chaos and dude, people had tables and trucks and in the things street. In, in the street and they were getting absolutely S faced. And by this time it's 10 AM. <laughs> so we, you and I look, we're like, okay, well we saw Bourbon street. Let's go. <laughs> we, t- we turned around and we're like, nah. And I was like, I think I'm kind of scared of bourbon street. I love New Orleans, but I don't know if I can do that. But it seriously, it's like a it's like a different. You step on a bourbon, and you're like not in the same place anymore. It's like a time warp. I don't know. It's just crazy. Yeah, it's weird. And that place like, is insane, bro. If, if you're down there, walk. If you're not like overly familiar with New Orleans, if you're down there walking around the French Quarter, you, you don't quite know where you're at at times. And then once you hit Bourbon Street, you know exactly where you're at. It's so yes. weird. Yeah, you're There's, right. It's it's just a different mindset there. It's just everyone just goes there. And you know, if you've ever been to Bourbon Street. Uh, you know, there's 300 bars on this one street or whatever it is. Mm. It's it's complete insanity. Yeah, people people were like literally tailgating out there. Trucks on the side of the road. Like, it, it, I think at that point in the day, like it's technically still open. I think you can technically still drive down it. But people were just hanging out in the street, drinking 10 a.m. on a Saturday, getting ready for those uh, parades. Man, it was a complete crazy scene. T- I, I was surprised. I shouldn't have been surprised because it's during Mardi Gras. But man, I was surprised that that early, that many people were getting after it. Yeah, I didn't think uh, it would be that crazy uh, that early. Like even like I wasn't, I was like, I'll have it. I I knew we're gonna be doing some day drinking because the parade was at like four o'clock that day. Mm-hmm. But even at that, I'm like, I can't, 
I can't like start drinking at 10 o'clock in the morning. Oh my no. God. Yeah. Um, and then people now maybe now I get now a lot of, a lot of young people there. So like maybe in my mid twenties, I could probably hang and, and want to do that. But, uh, I'm like, man, I got to pace myself now. I'm getting too old for this crap, yeah. but it was, uh, I couldn't believe how insane bourbon was for 10 AM. Yeah. I'm like, either. it's breakfast y'all. I just breakfast. had a cup of coffee. <laughs> But you know that's that's not a that's not a diss that's not a no, hate no, cool. on, on on the on the scene. It's just uh, like if that's what you're looking for, like if you want to go to Bourbon, like it's you'll get exactly what you wish for if that's the kind of thing you want. It was and which which it was like yeah, you and I um, and some friends went uh, uh, ten years ago, and it was uh, that's that was our goal. Like we're gonna go down Bourbon, we're gonna party, it's gonna be great, and it, and it was fantastic. Um, but it's interesting, like you said, like when you're cruising around a French Quarter, there's a lot of different, there are so many different uh, blocks and streets and things. And so you're walking and, and it's just like cool little like uh, cafes and yeah. shops and all kind of little cool you know things. And there's like, you know, clothing places and touristy type places and, um, you know, uh, tattoo places, whatever, you know, bars here and there. And then you get to Bourbon and it's just, <laughs> it's it's just like, it's just like. <laughs> in your face like you get punched in the face as soon as you step on bourbon streets it's there's no there there's no place like that in, in the country with, without question like, but I, I encourage everyone don't let that scare you away everyone needs to experience it at least once in your life you, you got to go down there and cruise down bourbon you, you got to you Absolutely. got to yeah, yeah, you I got agree. to at least once you know so we didn't get we didn't really do the bourbon thing this time but but we knew we were excited because we got to go and i'll, I'll take it back over to you um we were excited because, to, like, we knew like th th that day, that Saturday was gonna be all about hanging with the locals in our neighborhood where we were, mid city, and get ready for the big parade happening that day. That's right. So, you know, as we mentioned, we got lucky in Demian Crew Parade, largest parade during Mardi Gras, and we saw some. Uh, there's some rumors out there, largest street party in the world or in the country, and I, after seeing it, I believe it. <laughs> I would not doubt that. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I mean, wh where else in the country are they gonna? <laughs> Like, can you like set up for blocks? I mean, blocks and miles of people setting up on the side of the road and in, in the median. Tens, like of, of, tens of, of thousands of people dude, out there. Yeah. Tents, smokers, DJs, craziness, insanity. Crazy. People but had awesome. live bands on their front porches. <laughs> yes. It was nuts. So we've, we've shared some, <laughs> uh, some photos and some videos on Instagram, the comprehensivist. Go check us out there. But we'll share some more after this or retweet them or whatever we need to do. Because it was complete craziness. So we went back. So, yeah, we, we walked back, which was cool, too, because we got to see the progression of people setting up on Canal and Orleans mm -hmm. Avenue. Got back to our Airbnb, maybe made a cold beverage or two, and we started walking around the neighborhood maybe. prepping, right? Of course. So we start uh, we start cruising around. Um, and it's already by, like, 1 o'clock. You can, you can barely, like, walk through the crowd. So we're... Which is good because we, we kind of got our bearings and like learned like little little side you know okay we'll, we'll cruise down the street there go on the block there we'll figure this out here, um, and uh, and we, all we did we basically just like we just cruised the streets for a while for like a couple hours just like you said made a couple of couple of cocktails and just cruised around and like you know you say hi to people here and there yeah. whatever yeah. little chit chat and mingle chit -chat. with the local hey we're we're local now you know so like what the hell so we're mingling with the locals. Um, there was a really cool uh, restaurant that we that was right uh, around the corner from us, and I can't think of the name off the top of my head, but we stopped there and got some jambalaya. That was yeah. some damn good jambalaya. And, and Sazeracs. We got a couple Sazeracs. I, I had my first, uh, yeah, I had my first Sazerac, and I think that, I believe your homie Glenn uh, is the one that demanded that we, we have one of those, right? That's right, yep. That's pretty damn tasty. That was a tasty beverage right there. It was good. Yeah, so we, yeah, we stopped at that. Like It was like a fish and oyster house or something like that. 
good times. Got to see the beginning of the parade there, and then we milled back near our Airbnb. And we, Josh, we basically like camped out in this really cool, in front of a really cool house uh, mm-hmm. on the main Orleans Avenue route. Really cool. It was like a younger crowd hanging out there. Uh, and we got to witness some of the some of the parade, or a lot of the parade, I guess. And I was shocked to see, we all know, you know, Mardi Gras parade, you know, throwing beads, throwing, you know, this and that. But man, they were out there slinging these things around. If you ever go, <laughs> if you're a rookie and you haven't been to a Mardi Gras parade yet, uh, but you plan on it, you got to keep your head on a swivel. Because if not, uh, there's, you, you could lose an eye out there. You better protect your neck, dude, because you're going to be in trouble. Yeah. Oh my God. I mean, one, one of the, the beads that I caught was this, this, these giant like gold beads. And it's funny uh, my, my three-year-old like loves to wear the beads that they, he actually can barely wear them. They're like taller than he is. <laughs> and they're, and there's, they're big fat beads. Like that's almost hit me in the face. Yeah. Oh my God. Dude. But it was cool. Like, sorry, go ahead. No, no, I was just saying they're out there like slinging these things around. And it, what was kind of cool and kind of scary at the same time too was the so we were on kind of like the side of the street with the houses so our backs were kind of to this house but we've talked about a couple times people were out in the median like across the street from us so anytime uh, there was a break in the floats people were just throwing shit back and forth between each other luckily most of it was like you know little soft footballs or whatever but they're slinging some things out there that, again, if you're if you're not paying attention, you, you might get wrecked. So I, that was interesting to see. It was kind of fun, but kind of scary because you got to pay attention the whole time. Well, they're throwing, like you said, they're throwing back and forth just like anything you can get your hands on, yeah. you know, yeah. like cu- cups, cups, beads, yeah. balls, fr- frisbees, yeah. what I mean, whatever, hats. Like, there's just anything that that it can be used as a projectile is coming your way. So you better, you better be ready. You better have your cocktail in your hand, but better be ready. But it was really cool. Like obviously and the endymion parade, like the floats are like gigantic. I mean, they're like triple decker floats of, of, of people all in the masks. Um, and it was just such a fun that, that I, I cannot wait to go experience that again. And I want to do it like in the exact same neighborhood. I want to bring my wife. I want her to see it. Um, but hanging out there with the look, like, like, said, like every house was like picture, like, Picture going to like the biggest house party that you ever seen like in a movie. <laughs> yeah. But imagine that happening at every house. Every house. And, uh, yeah. uh, yes, and that's that is exactly how it was. Every house was having a giant, the, the biggest party they've ever had, and this is over the entire neighborhood, several blocks mm-hmm. for miles. This is happening. Like you said, like you look at there's like live bands on the front porch. Um. Oh my God, it was so. Like I, I, I know we talk about the chaos, uh, but it was like a controlled, absolutely fun. Yeah. What an atmosphere! Like, like that was the most fun I've had in, in such a long time. As just as far as like, just just enjoying like you know, I, I, I we talk all the time about going to football games, and I, I always say how the tailgate is sometimes more fun than the actual game itself, just because sure. like the camaraderie and hanging out and enjoying the weather and just you know having a good time with the, with with good people. Just imagine that times like a hundred. <laughs> That's what this was, man. So, yeah. um, that was such a that was so much fun, man. And then uh then the parade ends. Yeah. And the trash begins. That was insane. <laughs> it was, yeah. I was shocked to see. I, I, I don't think I've posted one of those on our Instagram yet, but I will. There was so much trash on these streets mm-hmm. that it was almost unbelievable. Like, you couldn't even hardly. I'm not exaggerating. I don't think, Josh. Tell me if I am. But, like, you could not even. So, after the parade, we went back to that uh, local bar that we talked about on day one. We went back there just to kind of have a nightcap, mm-hmm. see what was going on. And it was hard to walk. 
to walk across the street because you're stepping on beads and like almost slipping around and you're stepping on all kind of stuff. It mm-hmm. was completely just the streets were just covered with stuff from the parades. But right, and that's oh, I'm sorry. Go, uh, go ahead. I think you're gonna say something. I was probably gonna say the yeah, the people. So they got them right when the parade ended. They got the folks out there starting to clean up. And by the next morning, I don't want to jump ahead too far, but like by the next morning, it was ninety percent clear. It was amazing the work that yeah. these folks do cleaning up after these parades. Amazing, amazing stuff. Yeah, I was just gonna say the city obviously is prepared for this. They did a fantastic job. I'm not just saying that. Like I, I, I actually felt bad for bringing up the trash. I didn't mean to. I, I, I don't, don't want to like say that. Oh, the, the place is dirty. But whenever you have, you know, a hundred thousand people getting yeah. crazy, there's gonna be some trash. And not to mention, like you said, a lot of it's people are throwing from the the the, uh, the floats from yeah. the floats that just doesn't get picked up. You know, because they're throwing all kind of different memorabilia and like you know giveaways and things like that. Whatever. Um, and so, but yeah, the the, uh, the next, but like you said, they were out there immediately, like like a giant crew of people getting it cleared up. So that's really what I wanted to get at was like the trash was, was, was it's just the stuff. I don't want to call it all, it's not all trash. It's the, sure. all, everything, just the, the, left, the leftovers from the party. Uh, but uh, got to give huge props to the amazing city of New Orleans because they, they had a game plan. And like you said, they, they cleaned that place up extremely fast. I was so impressed. Like they, they really kicked ass. So anyway, but. Absolutely. So then they were great, but I also I do real quick want to call out the folks that go there, dude. If you guys are out there at these parades and you're not bringing trash bags to throw your cans in or whatever you're doing, come on. What do you? There were so many Agreed. just like empty cans, empty beer boxes, all kind of stuff. Easily, like especially like most of the people were out there tailgating on those medians that we talked about. If you're doing that, you should be prepared. the The amount of stuff that was out there that shouldn't be out there was was crazy and mind boggling. So if you guys are going to Mardi Gras parade. Uh, in the future, just have a plan in mind to, to take care of your trash so these pe- these people don't have to pick it up, right? Yeah, because it's it's rude to everybody else. I mean, most people there were were amazing, but we definitely yeah, like oh, yeah. the next the next morning we're walking to breakfast and there's definitely like you it's like a pile of like giant pile of beer cans and it's like come on like whoever had that whoever was sitting here could have put them in a bag or something like come yeah. on like have a good time but the, the city is being generous enough anyway to let you have this crazy party uh, on on the sidewalk basically. So uh, uh, don't uh, don't be a douche. Don't don't suck. All right, come on. That's right. Um, so anyway, so then uh, so then after we go to the uh, the neighborhood bar, uh, have a cocktail there. <laughs> Remember there was that guy that got a. There's a guy there. He's sitting next to us. That's right. And, he, yeah, yeah. and he's like him and his girl Mike mind their own business, and so are we. We're just kind of like we're kind of like relaxing. Like it's we're like okay that. We just spent like hours in this chaos. We're just gonna mm-hmm. chill. Let's re- let's regroup. Like we have to think about what just happened to ourselves. And it got, and all of a sudden he's like, "Hey man, what are you guys drinking?" <laughs> like out of nowhere, he and he, he's, and that, and he like he got mad because I'm like, "Nah man, we're like we're all set." But thank you. Yeah. Oh come on, dude. He's, he got yeah. kind of yeah. whatever. And then um, and then uh, I see he goes uh, he goes somewhere, and then the bartender like goes to his his girl or his wife, whoever. <laughs> she's basically like get that guy out of here she's like because he was so hammered I'm like he what I don't think he was that bad ready to get kicked out or whatever but or whatever I don't know what I don't know what happened maybe he was being belligerent earlier or something maybe but, yeah. but the the the, the, the uh, people running the bar were clearly not happy that he was in there and <laughs> but, he's, but he was like super quiet for like 30 minutes all of a sudden let me buy you guys a drink come on what are you yeah, <laughs> he was offering to buy us like expensive drinks and like yes. So it's funny because when he, I think he went uh, to the restroom before they kicked him out of there, and yeah. we were sitting like in the corner, so we're next to the host, the hostess, uh, and she just looks at us and goes, 
that guy was hammered when he got here. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, yeah, we could we could tell. We could tell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so then after that comes uh, comes my nightly. I got to find food mm-hmm. uh, thing, but it was hard because like here's what's interesting. I was telling my wife about this. Here's what I find uh, crazy is that this street party gets so nuts that businesses actually close along the parade route. It's and you would think it'd be, you would think it'd be the opposite. You think they'd want to be open next yeah, people would be coming in and, and maybe, you know, do some offers, that kind of thing. But they're probably like, nah, we're not dealing with this crap. So it was actually harder to find food than we thought. It, would it was. Be, yeah. <laughs> same, same with night one. It was tough. We didn't find food night one. Yeah. Uh, so we finally, uh, go to this, uh, this Mexican place that was kind of close by. They had this giant burrito. Yeah. Juan's Flying uh, Burrito, shout out. I think uh, I think they have good. a couple locations in New Orleans, if I'm not mistaken. So if you're ever there and need some late night uh, provisions, Juan's Flying Burrito, good spot. Yeah, it was a good spot. You know, I know we, we were trying to stay kind of like authentic New Orleans, but we didn't have a lot of options at the time. We couldn't, if even trying to get, if you, even if we wanted to get to the French Quarter area, whatever, I mean, you're not going to get an Uber because it's too crazy. The trolleys were all you know, closed off because the street party, like it, it, so we're kind of like kind of bound where we were, which is fine. Cause I liked where we were. It was a really good spot, but uh, a lot of the food places were closed out. So we're like, okay, let's, uh, we're you. having some burritos, baby. <laughs> and then, uh, <laughs> I, I wish I, I don't remember though, like how I know we, we came back like super early, but I forget. And I forget how we decided, like, you know what? We're not going to go out anymore. Like, let's eat and, and go back. And it was, it was relatively early considering the fact <laughs> It was yeah. So I think I think it goes back to the trolleys. So the trolleys were closed down. So we bought we bought this like weekend pass for the trolleys because uh, <laughs> we thought ride. we were going to be uh, exploring the entire city. Um, but it was kind of closed down at that point due to the parade. So I, I think we're just kind of like you know screw it. We're not going to pay however much money for another Uber if you can even get an Uber anywhere. Uh, so we're like yeah. you know what we got a long drive back home uh, Sunday. So let's just let's head back to the Airbnb and see what happens. And what happened was. We went to bed at about 9.30 on a Saturday night, which <laughs> at the time, I, I I go back and forth. I'm pumped that we did it because it worked out great. felt good Sunday morning. But at the same time, it's like, ah, should we have done a little more while we were there? I don't know. There's no right call there. I'm glad we did it, though. Yeah, I think at the time, it was really like one of our only options. Like, okay, well, we can we can sit out here and, and tailgate in the streets some more because you know it didn't really it's hard to really get around where we were um just because of all the yeah. you know it, it was still the the people kind of like lingered around so like it was uh um you know the streets were open but it still it was just it was still pretty chaotic and so uh we're like oh, that's just that's just good man. we've we've been day drinking all day uh, with this this awesome parade uh, we have an early morning uh, but that's good because we got up early the next morning um you know kind of cruised around a little bit and we found uh, this awesome Awesome breakfast spot. And it was called uh, bun, uh, buns buns on banks. Or no, it was called no I'm biscuits and buns on biscuits banks. and yeah. biscuits and buns on banks. Which turns out was not that far from where we originally were in our place. And we're like, oh, we could have gone here. Um, and we had an awesome breakfast there. And uh, that place was legit. And yeah. I'm definitely hitting that back up when we go back. Shout out to them in that cool little area, yeah, in mid cities yeah. off of Banks. I don't know if it's Banks Road or Banks Avenue, what have you, but there's some really cool looking things down there. For whatever oh. reason, they didn't really pop up when you search, you know, restaurant near me. They yeah. didn't really pop up, but yeah, biscuits and buns on Banks, man, that was a legit, legit breakfast. So next time we go, uh, we might go there uh, multiple days. We'll see. Yeah, for sure. So uh, that kind of puts a puts kind of a bow on our, our trip right there. Um, but I think, uh, 
all in all, you know, the trip was fantastic. I can't wait to go back. I highly recommend it using an, AB, uh, an Airbnb. Uh, my wife is still a little skeptical about using one. She's never used them before. <laughs> and so she's like, uh, she's a little, uh, you know, she's, she's a little nervous about it, but I mean, it, it was, it was fine. The host was great where we stayed. Um, really cool spot. It was the location. You couldn't beat that spot, man. It was absolutely perfect. I mean, it was like right there. Yeah. They, um, if, if they should up their charges next year, I hope they don't hear that. Cause maybe we'll go to the same spot, but I mean, they could have charged a lot more for that due to location. Yeah, seriously, I'm surprised that we got it as affordable as we did considering it was the weekend of, you know, the, biggest parade in Mardi Gras, whatever happening uh, that weekend. Here we are. Um, but uh, big shout out to the city of New Orleans. We absolutely love that city, man. I, I cannot wait to go back. And, and that's one thing I learned. Um, I do uh, I, recapping. I wish we stayed one more day. We, we needed one more day, really. Yeah. In my opinion, we do. Yeah. Three. I think you need three days there, especially if you're yeah. driving, you know, a distance both ways. I, I agree. It would have been cool to have that you know, either get there on Thursday versus Friday or staying that Monday uh, or at least full day Sunday, leaving Monday would have been cool. Uh, there's a lot to see there. New Orleans, great city. We, we've mentioned this a hundred times in the last couple podcasts, but mm. at least in my opinion, the most unique city in our country. Uh, if you haven't been there, if you haven't been for Mardi Gras, go do it, man. I, I love that place. I do. Yeah, we're definitely going to go back. We're, we're already making plans for next year. Um, yeah, you know, bringing that. I think uh, the the wives are gonna come this time. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, we'll get some more friends to come. Like it's gonna be a, it's gonna be great. Uh, but again, I, I cannot get cannot give enough uh, love to the city of New Orleans. Um, I just that's such a unique, awesome place. Thank you to everyone there for their amazing hospitality. Um, like you know, total strangers, like hey, come back tomorrow. I'm cooking jambalaya. <laughs> and if we were gonna go back to that guy's house, and I, I got second thought, I was like, I don't know if I should be taking food from someone. I don't. I don't, <laughs> and I don't, there's, I don't, you know, I don't, there's a lot of other stuff to do too. So. I don't know this guy, and we're gonna roll up to his house. Okay, remember you you said yesterday about the jambalaya to come back, so I uh, I didn't want that, but but just the everyone there was I mean, it was just cool. Like we walk into that first neighborhood bar, we walk in, and the first thing they're like, "Oh, happy Mardi Gras!" Yeah, and I'm like, dude, if, if that's how they greet you when you walk in, like this place is gonna be silly. This is gonna be insane. And it was. And so uh, anyway, I, I can't uh, can't give enough love uh, for St. New Orleans. What an Absolutely uh, amazing place, amazing people, amazing food, amazing culture. What a vibe. We, I cannot wait to go back again. Agreed completely. Next year, we're going. Yes. It's going to be an annual. We're doing this every year. We have to. Without, it's, it's happening. It's done. I think we should. All right, Josh. I think that's, I think that's going to wrap it up. That's a review yeah, of our uh, New Orleans slash Mardi Gras slash 311 trip. It was epic. Can't wait to make this a tradition. Great, great spot. I hope everyone kind of learned a little bit about the uh, festivities and about the city. Again, if you haven't mm-hmm. been there, uh, go do it. It's worth it. You gotta go. You gotta do Bourbon Street once in your life. You gotta experience it for yourself, man. So, okay. Also, I, I, a quick shout out also to uh, to uh, to our wives, to uh, to Natalie and to Heather for uh, letting yeah. us go and have a, have a little boys weekend while, uh, you know, they kind of take care of things at the home front in our respective homes. Uh, I have a lot of, God, sorry, there's like a fly. I'm in the garage right now and this, a bug just kind of <laughs> flew in. It's like flying right in front of my face, driving crazy. Get them so, on, get them so, on the podcast, frog I'm style. I'm trying. <laughs> Welcome to Florida, baby. We've got frogs and flies in the podcast. Um, but uh, thank you to, to the wives for letting us go and, uh, you know, it'd be a, a couple of... Uh, 
couple of old guys trying to act young again. It was a uh, it was an awesome weekend. But next uh, next year, the wives come with us, and it's gonna be a, it's gonna be badass, man. Heck yeah, man! All right, you guys know where to follow us. Hit us up Instagram, Twitter. Uh, if you don't know where to follow us, just go to the everythingpodcast.com and we have all the links there. We're putting some good content out lately, so I challenge you to go visit our sites. Check us out. Let us know what you think about New Orleans. If you have any tips from us, or for us, I guess, uh, for next year's Mardi Gras, if we're missing something, if we should go to another parade, if we should go to another neck of the woods, uh, let us know. Let us know through any of those channels. But we're looking forward to it. Josh, I think we have another probably episode coming up soon but this was a fun one and we appreciate yeah, man. everybody listening until next time three two one out